Hello, this is John Withers. Welcome to Table Talk. How are you faithing today? One of the issues of faith for very sincere Christians is deciding how and when and who to help financially. And in the early congregations, that was a question as well. It's very clear that the primary use of financial resources in the early gatherings of believers was to help the poor. It was uh, not for some construction project or uh, salaries. It was to help the poor. Now, like it or not, uh, that may sound foreign to you, but that's the reality if you're really, really serious about, about knowing about giving in the New Testament. But... Uh, I see panhandlers on the corner, and um, some of them are very obviously disabled, and some you wonder if they shouldn't be going to one of these many places with a now hiring sign and look for a job. Uh, there are times when I help them. There are times when I don't. Our city government asks, has asked them, as asked the public not to give money to panhandlers at all because of uh, a number of, of reasons that it seems inappropriate. Uh, there's actually been a, a program developed in Lexington uh, wherein the uh, city has partnered with a nonprofit, the New Life Day Center for the Homeless, and they take their van around and offer to pick up panhandlers and take them to some employment context where they are going to actually get paid to work. Well, that that's a great idea. But what does the Bible really teach about who we should help? And, uh, and how should we do it? In institutional Christianity, um, many, many congregations have a benevolent fund it's always underfunded and often uh, focused kind of in the wrong direction because in the gatherings of believers early on, they recognized that widows and orphans in particular needed assistance. I'm fairly confident that would have included the disabled as well unless they could engage as beggars and manage to care for themselves. At any rate, there's instructions that are uh, both um, instructional, <clears throat> for, for me, a, a bit troubling, and uh, the writing of Paul to Timothy when he talks about the widows being put on the list. So what I want to talk about this morning has to do with what is the list. Well, I believe that the early gatherings of believers um, had a list of people that they supported and that through their offerings, they took care of these poor people financially. There were no nursing homes and there was not a good way of managing the problem of the very poor among them, especially the widows who could not at that time earn a living for themselves largely. So, they had a list, and uh, Paul refers to the list in uh, 1 Timothy, 
But he first says the following. And let me ask you if you've taken this uh, seriously uh, as it is described in the Bible. Um, it is this, that people need to care for their elders. Here's what it says. Take care of any widow who has no one else to care for her, but if she has children or grandchildren, their first responsibility is to show godliness at home and repay their parents for taking care of them. This is something that pleases God. Friends, our first responsibility under God is to our families. And we need to take care of aging relatives. That's a biblical mandate, a responsibility. And so you can take it seriously. But there are people who are widows and they have no children, they have no grandchildren as a result. And so the Bible goes on to say, now a true widow, a woman who's truly alone in this world, has placed her hope in God. She prays night and day asking God for his help. But the widow only lives for pleasure, spiritually dead while she lives. Give these instructions to the gatherings of the community of believers so that no one will be open to criticism. So here's the instruction. A widow is put on the list for support. Must be a woman who is at least 60 years old, was faithful to her husband. She must be well-respected by everyone because of the good she has done. Has she brought up her children well? Has she been kind to strangers and served other believers humbly? Has she helped those who are in trouble? Has she always been ready to do good? Uh, folks, we should help people who have helped others. And to be on the list of the early gatherings of believers where your support for livelihood was provided through the offerings of the people, a person needs to have demonstrated a lifetime of faithful devotion to the Lord. Now, I know that's not the way we look at benevolence. And certainly in our country, which is so compassionate, we see the government care for people indiscriminately, and so they should. I don't think it's possible to make judgments about their godliness as a basis for their receiving assistance. But within the body of Christ, oh, we need to help people who have helped themselves and helped others. And we need to do so generously. It is really, really desirable for every one of us to help our immediate aging family members, the widows, the orphans, the disabled, and to be a part of a community where we take seriously this biblical teaching about caring for those within our community with generosity and help and love. Who should you give to? You're going to have to receive revelation from the Lord about the specifics. But this is what the Bible says. Let's pray. Lord, help us to know to whom to give. And help us to be serious about the responsibility for those that are clearly stated as our ancestors, our parents and grandparents, 
and as those within our community of believers who have no one. Yes, Lord, help us to be wise and generous and please you in the process. We ask in Jesus' name, amen.